Welcome to Base Politics. I'm Evan. I'm Alex. What's up, guys? Glad you're here. We are glad to be here. And uh, really in the home stretch of things. It's, uh, you know. Yeah, by the time. Oh, no. We'll basically be done the season next pod. Yeah, just about. Regular season. Just about, yeah. Yeah, because it ends on Sunday. We'll be ramping up for the postseason. Might be able to do some, you know, some, some, some more interesting content and... Not that this isn't interesting, but some different stuff uh, in the postseason. We'll see what happens, but we'll definitely keep doing the regular pod schedule and just might add some other stuff uh, depending on time. But yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's been a crazy, crazy week. Uh, things have shuffled around. Teams have come out of nowhere um, and and teams have dropped out to nowhere Yeah, uh, as well. Uh, things have really shuffled up since the last time. We were talking. Um, as of now, the only teams to be eliminated, well, I mean, I guess the only teams that were in contention to be actually eliminated, uh, the Padres and the Mets, yeah. both both out of there, both uh, both not in contention for the wild card spot or their you know respective divisions, which is pretty shocking, I think. I mean, I feel. A little, little uh, redemption because I remember at the beginning of the year, the 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 Vegas odds had the Mets a heavy favorite to win the division over the Braves. Oh yeah, and I thought that's no, no, not yeah, true. Even I didn't think that was true. So now it's a two-team race. You know, if the Braves win today, they're playing right now as we're recording. If they win today, they'll be three games up on the Phillies, or no, two and a half. I think three. Yeah, I, don't know. I think three games up on the Phillies. Um, How many are the Mets back? That's a great question. Because if you think about it, like, you know, it's not an automatic win if DeGrom's on the mound, but they've missed so many DeGrom starts, you yeah, know? Yeah, it's true. Like they're, an insane, like 10, 15 at least. nine games back. Yeah, you'd think, like, obviously it's not an automatic win, but damn. I don't know, next, I don't if I can, I always, always say it next year as a Mets fan, it seems, but, yeah, you know, next year, Thor, Syndergaard mm-hmm. should be back, finally. Jesus Syndergaard is like Severino. It's like as soon as he's about to come back, something else breaks. Yeah, it's true. But, hey, Sevy's back. Oh, oh, so good to see Sevy back. Absolutely dicing up the Red Sox yesterday. Yeah, I didn't see him yesterday, but I saw his first game back, and that was emotional, to be honest. Pretty good. Luis Severino, you know, a big part of the rotation in in 2019. Last time he pitched was the 29 ALCS. Yeah. And uh, 707 days. Between starts, yeah, that's insane. It's just hard to imagine. It's gonna be even. I think it's gonna be about that for Thor when yeah, he gets back. It's true. Just a long fucking time, man. Two years. I mean, Thor was supposed to be back in August, and then he's doing his rehab start, and he hits something in his shoulder. He's got to take another f- two months off. Mm-hmm. It's like, god damn, man. I was excited for the Mets to potentially make the playoffs because they were planning to bring uh, Syndergaard to the bullpen. Which would have been crazy, which yeah. is what the Yankees are doing with Sevy. Yeah, exactly. Which makes sense, especially yeah. for his first few outings back. Yeah, yeah. Who knows? Yeah, if he went be in the rotation long term, but he'll definitely be out of the pen for. Keep him in the pen. He's a weapon for at the least pen. this year. Yeah. Oh, for oh for sure this year. Yeah, he'll yeah, definitely be. back him off Cole in the wild card game. I mean, who knows? There. I think they're gonna have a lot of, a lot of help out of the pen because we're still waiting on Herman. Whether he'll be back uh, for the end of the season, and I think even if he is, he'll probably be coming out of the pen for for the uh, for the postseason, uh, mm-hmm. which I think is a good another good weapon. But having Sevy back, man, is just uh, incredible, incredible. It's it's yeah. it's so 
It was emotional to see him pitch, to see him do well, to see the guys cheering for him, you know, for every strikeout, um, and just to see the reaction when he got back to the dugout after that first inning, and then to go back out. Um, it's been uh, it's been been amazing to see, and it's a it's a feel good story after uh, you know uh, what has been a tough Yankee season. That's you know kind of hitting a stride again. I mean, I feel like every every two weeks with this pod, it's been a flip flopping of Yankees are terrible. Yankees are the best team in baseball. And that's why I don't think they're going to do anything in the playoffs. Well, yeah, I mean, it's it's too long. They're too streaky. Yeah. Too streaky. Too streaky of a team. They're so good, but they, they can could, be so good and I be th- so horrible. I think they could win a series. But I saw a tweet. It was like the Yankees could beat anyone in a seven-game series, but they could also lose to anyone yeah, in that's a seven-game like, right, series. Yeah, yeah, they could lose to the Pirates in a seven-game series. Yeah, they could easily get swept by the Orioles, but they could also easily sweep <laughs> the Giants, I think. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. So it's like... That's true. Yeah, but yeah, who knows? I yeah, right now it's Red Sox and Yankees are tied for the wild card. Yep, with one game left to go in this series tonight, which we'll be watching. You'll it'll be. Uh, I'd love it, and eh, ending a tie would be fine with me because I think the Reds. Yeah, the Red Sox would win the season series so they get home field advantage for for the wild card for game. the wild card. Yeah, but that's obviously if still it ends in a tie, that's how it works. Yeah, right. I believe so. It doesn't. I think yeah, it goes right. Yeah, it's and then if, well, yeah, you couldn't be tied in the season series though, because you always play nineteen games. But if right. it was like tied, like, I think if it was Mariners and Red Sox, and the Mariners and Red Sox were tied, and then they also split the season series, which I think they actually did. Now that I think about it, um, I think it would be like the best record in the division. I think that's. I don't know how the tiebreakers work. It doesn't matter. Yeah, it really right. doesn't matter because I don't think any of them are gonna exist. But who knows? It's tough. Even I mean, if we're we're so close. How many games? Do, how many games do we have? Seven. Red Sox play tonight, and then six more. Right, because Yan- the Yankees, Yankees and Jays. Yeah, Yankees. Yeah, because they've got three against the Blue Jays. And three against the Rays. Yeah, Yankees got the toughest schedule. So seven the Red games. Sox get the Nationals or the Orioles and the Nationals. So it's like the way I see things, even though they've just lost two, the first two games of the series against the Yankees, it's like the Red Sox don't make the playoffs. It's no one to blame but themselves. Because it's like even if they lose tonight, which is very possible, mm-hmm. the Yankees would just move up one game on them to get the first wild card spot. Red Sox would still be in the second one. The Jays would be like a game back, but they'd still be in the second one on their own. And then they get to play six games against the worst team in the AL East and the worst team in the NL East. So it's like the Red Sox don't make it after that. Well, you don't deserve it. Yeah. You know, it's like you get swept or don't win enough games. It's kind of, you only have yourself to blame. Yeah. Especially when the Yankees have to win. Man, the Red Sox, the Red Sox win tonight. Mm-hmm. It's very possible. Yeah. Two good pitchers on the mound. Um, Yankees, Jays. Man, that series could be insane. That, wow. Sorry. That's going to be crazy. Yeah. Is the Jays. We should it, go. They opened up more tickets, too. That's true. They opened up more tickets. We Monday, should go. Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Yeah, I could. Pro- I don't know what I work. But anyways, that's a future problem. We should swing it. Yeah, that would be fun. I was thinking of going to the Orioles series. I was thinking of going to the last home game for the Jays of the year because I was like, they'll probably be out by then, but there's now a chance they'd be in, and that game might matter. 
That'd be crazy. Which would be pretty crazy. The Orioles get to play some spoiler on the last series oh of the year. Oh, my God. Yeah, that would be uh, nerve-wracking to watch. But <laughs> I think it's going to be crazy when the Yankees come to town. So I want to see that. I want to see that. Yeah, tickets are going to be expensive, too, I'm Yeah, sure. we'll see if there still is Yankees, some. when the Yankees are in town, it's the most expensive tickets ever get in Toronto. Yeah, other than the playoffs. True. That's true. It sucks. Because it's like even the Red Sox, the Dodgers, too. The Dodgers and the Yankees come to town, it's expensive. Yeah, that's true. That's true. No wonder. Yeah, Padres. Uh, yeah, Mets n- n- eliminated. Um, they probably had like some of the highest expectations of the year. I think so. I mean, new owner got Lindor. Um, you know, Degrom was having literally the greatest pitching season ever until he got hurt. Like you would have went down if he kept it up. It would have been the greatest season you've ever, we've ever seen. So. It's- Literally, probably would have. Yeah. yeah, it was better yeah. than Pedro. It was better than Bob Gibson in '68, <laughs> which is insane. It's sad to like think of that, you know? Like, yeah, the dude is like, it's just I don't even remember what it's like to watch him. <laughs> no, I, I'm kidding. I think about that. It's been so long. Yeah, that with Trout. Yeah, I was tuning into every. I w- I missed a lot of Degrom starts, but I was tuning into like so many Angels games if the Yankees or Braves weren't playing. Uh, or even if they were, I was just tuning into Angels games because like, I just wanted to see Trout. Yeah. And definitely if Otani was pitching, I was watching basically every game uh, that both of those guys were playing. And, and it's like, I don't even, I wasn't even cheering for the Angels, you know? Yeah, it was just I guess fun that is the difference between the early season and the late season. Early season, it was like, I'm watching the Yankees, I'm watching the Braves, but I'm watching the Padres because they're exciting. Mm-hmm. And I'm watching the Angels because it's Trout and Otani and Rendon all at the same time. I mean, I think they probably only played together all at the same time for about three games. Uh, oh, yeah. Because, Felt like it. Yeah. But DeGrom, it's like, I didn't really see that many DeGrom starts. I would just see like, yep, he's just that good. You know, I, he's just, you just see the numbers afterwards. And I watched a few, but it's just, it's just sad to think that like we were robbed of a prime DeGrom season. And a prime Trout season. Yeah. Both. Yeah. Just by injuries. But hey, we, you know, like we were talking about earlier, at least we got to see the breakout of like Riley, Austin Riley, and mm. Vlad, mm-hmm. and Otani. Yeah. So Otani still hadn't lived up to the hype. No, that's true. We got to see full seasons from Judge and Stanton. Yep. Which is great. Yep. And they've both been really good. It's great until Stanton hits a fucking moonshot off the Oh, God. Alex needs- I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> I do want to talk about it. I mean, Alex just has the... He has a sixth sense about home runs. You called a. I've called three home runs in the past week. Was it a Bobby home run last time? I had said Bobby's hitting a home run, and we were watching the game together. So next I do pitch. have a witness. Next I said, pitch. No, I said he's going to hit one this at bat, and then the next pitch. Yeah, yeah he booked yeah. one into the yeah. monster. And then what was the other one? You called a Stanton home run, but it was a game. It was an at bat early. It was an at bat early. And then I said, literally, Stan's about to hit a grand slam yesterday. And. Immediately after first pitch fastball, yeah, and I just got a text. He did it because I wasn't. I was at work. I wasn't watching the game, and I just could not believe it. I checked game day. Yeah, that two. was one Beautiful. of the worst innings I've watched. That's pro. That's probably the worst inning the Red Sox have had this year, pitching wise. Yeah, because it was, or not even maybe like it probably in it was a, like in, in, in they get in two the quick spot, outs, you know? two quick outs, and then Brett fucking Gardner comes. Up. I hate Brett Gardner. Eternal Brett head. Gardner. He gets Gardner 1-2 or 0-2, and then walks him. Tanner Howe, God bless him. Um, yeah, walks Gardner, walks Judge, hits Rizzo, and then it's like, 
Or no, and then Darwinson comes out to face Rizzo, the lefty. <laughs> Hits Rizzo on like the fourth bitch. Yeah. And it's like, and then now you have to face John Carlos Stan with lefty on the mound. And it's like, well, <laughs> strap in, bitch. <laughs> you know? And he literally just first pitch fastball and Stan just torched it. Yeah, it was middle of the zone. Perfect. It was middle, middle. It was yeah. 95 as middle, middle. As good middle. as it gets like, for Stanton. I went. I was like, honestly, if I'm standing, I'm not swinging at all because he's, you know, everyone's been walked that in, right? And nope. but he was like, yeah, no, I'll wait for a fastball <laughs> down the middle. Maybe I'll get it. And yeah. then said, oh shit, boom, <laughs> yeah. And there it goes, 114 off the bat. Oh god, I a wish the Red Sox had stand. Red Sox trade. <sighs> Jeter Downs, Connor Wong, and. Tanner Houck for John Carlos Stan, and we pay the whole contract. If we win a World Series this year, maybe. That'd be fun, man. Get fucking J.D. Martinez off my team. I hate that motherfucker, man. I hate J.D. Martinez. You really go back and forth on this guy. I don't like, Julio. I don't know. He's a good hitter. He's Is still it Julio? A, Julio, yeah. Julio Daniel Martinez. He's a great hitter. I just don't like him anymore. Mm. I feel like he can't hit fastballs this year. And that was like... JD used to be the most intimidating hitter because you just couldn't throw a fastball by him, and he could also go the opposite way with any off speed you wanted. Just throw him. But now it's like he's only hitting outside off speed, and you just pummel fastballs by him. It seems. Mm. But I mean, the quicker JD gets the fuck out of town, <laughs> the quicker Devers goes to DH, which True. is what I'm excited for because Devers playing third. Bobby should play third because. He's a third baseman. Endeavors is a third baseman, but is bad at it. Yeah. So it's like, and you also have Cassis, like your best prospect is a first baseman. So you'd love to like True. work it around. Anyways, that's a future problem. Yeah. Yeah. I'm excited. I'm already, I'm always excited for the off season, especially this one. It feels like there's so much extra talent this I year. I think, you know, up for grabs. with the Red Sox, like it is uh, a team that they didn't think they were going to be this good this year. And so there is still like a lot of building that's going to be done in the off season, you know, like regardless of how the season finishes out, it's not like your window is like closing anytime soon. It's just starting. Like, I feel like this is the beginning of the window, you know? And like, usually you don't win at the beginning of this window and you guys have been really genuinely good. So like at this point, it would be very disappointing if you didn't make the playoffs because you have been so, because the team's been so good. Like it, now it's almost like the expectations are there. But like if you t- if I told you at the beginning of the year that like uh, six games six to go, games yeah. left, it, the Yankees and Red Sox are tied for the wild card spots, <laughs> and the Rays are have already clinched the division. Then you'd be like, well, yeah, the Rays makes sense. But <laughs> the yeah. the rest of it, it's like they we're tied with the Yankees. Like uh, both the expectations for the Yankees were way higher. Yeah, and I the Red said, Sox like, were way lower. Yeah, it would have had to be like. Yeah, I just I genuinely could not believe it because yeah. it's like going in, we have no sale, no Chris sale till at least August. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, who's yeah, who's gonna pitch? That's what I would have said. Who pitched so good? Yeah, and it's like, oh, Garrett Nate. Richards. Yeah, oh yeah, Garrett Richards became uh, Eric Gagne in his prime mm-hmm. in the pen. <laughs> like, yeah. Also, last season there was a uh, Phil Hughes, known starting pitcher for the mm-hmm. Yankees um, and the Twins. And the Twins, go Twins. Oh shit, I'm wearing the Twins. Right. Yeah, yeah, go Twins. Honestly. Phillies was a good pitcher for the Twins. He was an all-star one year. Anyways. Hall of Famer. No. 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 Not even close. No. <laughs> Great. He, you know, he's got Hall good of, baseball Hall cards. Hall of Fame of open baseball cards, for sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. He's at the yeah. top of the chain there. Yeah, absolutely. But he had, like, a tweet where he was like, 
So are the Padres good? And then Eric Hosmer replied, we're nasty. Nasty Phil. Phil. And it just went viral. Everyone made t-shirts. Whatever. <laughs> Yesterday, Garrett, or God, I just spoiled it. Phil Hughes tweeted, um, like, Yankees-Red Sox wildcard game seems very exciting, but there's no way any of them do anything in the playoffs. And Garrett Richards replied <laughs> and said, uh, what? Wow, shit. How did I forget it already? <laughs> Garrett Richards replied, and I was like, this has to go as viral as the... <laughs> Eric Cosmer one. He said, save it, Phil. Save it. So I just like go off Junk Ball G as his nickname. What a great nickname, by the way. Junk Ball G. Junk Ball G. Yeah. He just throws junk. When he was pitching, oh my God, post sticky stuff, it was like Garrett was learning how to pitch again. I love that his banner is OKC Thunder. Is it Garrett actually? Richards. Yeah. Like, it is his. his Profile picture is just his fucking mugshot, basically. Like it's, what do you call it? Yeah. Like the picture you take when you on the first day photo of the day. year. Yeah, photo day. Yeah. Damn. Oh no, Oklahoma. Yeah, Oklahoma Sooners. Yeah. Yeah, Garrett Rich is a legend. I love I, Garrett Rich is a fun to watch pitch, man. I'm excited to see him next year too, because I think they signed him for two years. No, one year. I think they signed him for ten million dollars. Isn't that crazy? Who? Gary Richards. They he was worth ten million dollars. <laughs> That's what I think his contract was. Is he either two twenty or one ten? I don't know. Wow. But that's the thing. I've been trying to like. What was the Friday game? The Friday game. Oh yeah, the Friday game. The Yankees just came out swinging. It was seven nothing in the second. Yeah, you know? that just and it was like escalated quickly. Yeah, and it was Cole on the mound. I just turned that shit off. I was I. Was, we're not winning this game. I don't care if Garrett Cole has a bad night. It's going to be a hard game to come back. Um, so that one was a wash, and it was like, ah, shit, this doesn't feel good, you know? And then yesterday, it's like the whole time I was watching yesterday's game, I could just, I knew it was about to happen. Like, the Yankees were about to do something big. And then, obviously, Stan hits a grand slam in the seventh or eighth. Mm-hmm. Yeah, seventh. And it's like, well, yeah, we kind of deserve that. And I was just running scenarios in my brain, like, well... They lose tonight. They're tied now, so everything's probably going to be fine still. But it's like, then I started thinking about what you said. It's like, if I was sitting here, what, seven months, six, seven months ago, and like thinking, oh, yeah, the Red Sox are going to be like actually, I think their odds going in today are like 90% to make the playoffs still. And it's like, Buster Olney tweeted something. It was like the fan graphs projection as of today. Yeah. I mean, and it's like, if if I knew that. Like, when the season started, I would have been like, there's just no way, obviously. I wouldn't have believed that. So it's like, who gives a shit? It's just baseball. Let's just have fun. It's just baseball. It's just baseball. At and it'd be great day, for my, the team I like to be great. But if they're not, they're not. Yeah, right now it's a 94.6% chance of making the playoffs. 77% chance for the yeah. Yankees. I'd love to see that. Like the Jays were at like 20. Winning the World Series... Uh, yeah, Jays are at 25%. Yeah. Um, for the what, wild card, not the fucking World Series, what's, by the way. What, yeah, what, what team has the best chance of winning the World Series? Giants. Dodgers. Or the Dodgers, yeah. Dodgers. Dodgers are not I fucking two, hate the wait, Dodgers. What the heck? <laughs> what? No, Dodgers are not. No, okay. Um, I thought the Dodgers had taken over the Giants in that division. Like, no, nah, they're still a game back. No, two games back right I now. I think they're both winning at the moment today. Right. Right, so yeah, the fucking nothing. Diamondbacks beat the Dodgers yesterday. 
Yeah, I kind of thought. Yeah, oh. my prediction going into this weekend is that they're probably it's probably going to be t- like this. Their series are probably they're probably both going to take two out of three, and nothing's going to change. Yeah, because like that's- the Diamondbacks just called up uh, Geraldo Perdomo. Again. No way. Yeah, because Nick Ahmed just got hurt. They need help. Yeah, they're like forty games. They gotta back. fight. They gotta fight for that wild card spot. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They need Geraldo yeah. for the last six games of the season. Yeah, they're forty games back with six games to play. It's it's it's. Uh, you're saying there's a chance. I was looking at his numbers though. I remember I looked at his numbers in like July, Perdomo's, and he was in. I think he went back to Double A because they just called him up because Ahmed got injured. That's when he got called up yeah, in April. Yeah, and they, he was. You know, he was he had like five games in the big leagues and then got sent back down. So it's like not like he really showed anything. But he was having a bad year in double A. Like fifty way to runs created plus. Like horrible. And I was looking at his stats today when he got called up and he, yeah, he's having like a one ten way to runs created plus season. He's actually having a good year. And he got I called wonder, up to triple A too. I wonder how um Yeah, it's it's always it's interesting that some of the like the people we thought at the beginning of the year would be you know, big, not that we thought Perdomo was going to be a big star, but definitely got to look out for and, and, and a guy who's got a good, a good future ahead of him, um, you know, and is playing for a team that will give him the opportunity to grow because they uh, fucking like suck. Mountcastle, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, I mean, even Glavin, or no, Smoltz was talking about that. Um, and uh, he was saying like, when I skate, when like him and Maddox came up, like the Braves sucked. <laughs> like they were horrible. And like so they like could go out there and learn and lose, you know, but like by the time they were ready, like they were ready to compete. They had all the pieces, you know what oh, I mean? It's like, but they yeah. had the time. Like they came up at the perfect time where like they could go out there and and start games and like, you know, like and he was I mean, he was he of course ended that by saying it's not like that today and something about Ryan yeah. Weathers, but it's like Ryan Weathers is definitely fucking better now than you were when you came out. Like <laughs> like Ryan 100%. Weathers is good and like Dude's in the like ma- ninety eight. Dude's in the majors for a reason. Yeah, he's super young and he has had like a bit of struggles this year, but like he is good and he's gonna be a really good pitcher, I oh, think. Oh, it's like the fucking Orioles guy, man. God bless him. I think the Red Sox scored like seven runs off the guy. I think it's Connor Green. I could be wrong. Oh, who knows? But he gave up, I think, like two walks, single, and then like a three-run double, and then a three-run home run or something, all in succession of each other, like just back to back to back. But it was like the Orioles were just letting him die on that hill because they wanted him, in a way, to learn. One, they don't give a shit because they don't have to win. And they were already down 8 nothing going into the inning or whatever, you know? like (laughs) It's not like they had a chance, but... It's almost like good for your like he couldn't spot his slider, so it's like, well, keep trying to throw it. They keep hitting it, who cares? It's just BP. It's literally like, BP. Like just keep trying. Like, why, who cares? But it's like dying that hill. Back. We're it's, gonna lose hundred and twenty games. Like not a hundred. No, I know. One ten maybe. They're losing like it's it's like what's the point here? And it's it's you know, is it bad? Does it probably suck to be a Baltimore Orioles fan? Yes. I'm sure it sucks. Oh, they seem to be having fun on Twitter. Yeah, I mean, like football seasons here. They like the that's Ravens, true. You, know? you got your Lamar Ravens. Jackson is the savior for them. Sure, yeah, yeah. The, the, you got you got something else. But like there. I think I said last week, it's like they have had literally one of the worst seasons in recent history for the Orioles, which is a lot to say because they've been pretty bad. Mm-hmm. Um, but they still have a guy who won. Uh, they have won a guy who might win Rookie of the Year, Ryan Mountcastle, and they have Cedric Mullins who just hit a, who just hit, got a thirty thirty season, and it's like. That's a pretty good bad season, if you ask me. Mm-hmm. I think the Red Sox were in last place, but Bobby hit 45 home runs, and like, you know, Devers won the triple crown. It'd still be a good season. 
Yeah. You know, obviously those are insane numbers, but you know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's true. If your team's horrible, you have good players. It's still, it's sad to watch. I watch the Marlins every fucking day almost. And yeah, it's hard. Dude, you can see the announcers don't even want to call Marlins games anymore. Oh my God, God bless them. There's so much silence than there was t- even a month ago. There's <laughs> like, it was, I think it was Brian De La Cruz is at bat. <laughs> and it went to full count. It was like an eight pitch at bat. And I don't think they talked from the first to the seventh pitch. <laughs> and it was like, okay, Brian De La Cruz grounds it up the middle. And it was like, where were you guys? Were you guys taking a swig? Like, were you drinking? Like, it was so funny. <laughs> And it was like they're just both pounding bears because they've had to watch the Marlins lose a hundred, almost a hundred times, <laughs> and they're gonna watch them lose a few more. Like, yeah, the Marlins have to go six and zero to finish the season in order to not win a hundred. Oh, there's some inc- lose a hundred. Excuse me. Incredible moments this season from like walk offs. There was like a Pirates walk off <laughs> that the announcers were just like, "Oh, look at that! It's Yoshi." No, or, yeah. or, or no, it was the, that was actually the Cardinals who aren't losing that much. It, Yoshi Sutsugo hits it over the wall and and the Goodbye. game is over. Yeah, it's just like dead. It's like it, it it's like an NPR broadcast and like <laughs> like it is the this American baseball story. It is it is really yeah. like and I get it. I mean, can you imagine genuinely looking yourself in the mirror every morning and thinking I have to go commentate games for the Pittsburgh Pirates? Yeah. A team that has but imagine having- very little to look forward to other than uh, uh, Key Brian Hayes and getting to look at Cole Tucker. Well, if you listen to the Red Sox broadcast calling Stanton's grand slam yesterday, oh my God, poor Eck. I, I, Eck was, oh boy. <laughs> oh, oh boy. That's literally what his reaction was. And it's like, because that was his draw reaction. It's like, it's a shitty feeling to have to call your team just giving up the lead in the seventh inning or whatever yeah. in the game you kind of have to win, you know? I mean, I've heard... But imagine having to call a team that loses 100 times. Yeah, at exactly. Least. Exactly. Like, it, God, but Gary Thorne, who calls the Orioles games, is the best announcer in the league, maybe. Like, he's <laughs> so good. But And it's like, he's so good because he's great at his job, but he also calls Orioles games and yeah. still has enthusiasm. Yeah. And yeah. it's like... When Ryan Mountcastle hits home run, he's so hyped. Yeah. And it's like, that's a beautiful thing. Because you just got to focus on individual achievements at that Think point. the good stuff. Like, there's literally nothing to look at. The team sucks. But, like, Cedric Mullins might be the first uh, person in history to get top five MVP votes on a 100-loss team. Yeah. He's it's also the first before. Orioles player to ever hit a 30-30 season. First ever. Yeah, I saw that. They've had 40-20s. Like... They've had four. They had a uh, Brady Anderson had a 40 40- 42 home runs and 29 stolen bases one year. <laughs> and it was of like, course, yeah. But hey, he's the first. Yeah. But yeah, he's and he has like six war. <laughs> like, yeah. Which is hilarious. That means like wins above replacement. Then if they didn't have Mullins, it'd be six games worse, which seems like nothing, but that's kind of a lot. I'm interested in, uh, uh, I was just thinking of a, a bigger topic that we didn't never talked about, but I'm just interested in your perspective on it. Derek Jeter's in the Hall of Fame now. He is? Derek Jeter, Larry Walker, Ted Simmons all got in the Hall of Fame. Uh, any reactions? What did you think? Did you watch it at all? I watched Larry Walker and Jeter's acceptance speech. Yeah. yeah. I. Yeah, it's great for Larry Walker. I mean, that guy is. <laughs> oh, I'll get to Jeter. <laughs> <laughs> it's, just, it's great for yeah, Larry Walker's cool. Yeah. No, Larry Walker is like one of the greatest players ever. Like, I agree. Genuinely. He has had. He had some of the greatest numbers you, yeah. you, we've ever seen. Completely like, agree. Played in a time with 
you know, Barry Bonds, McGuire, Sosa, never, never was linked or caught or anything with roids, mm-hmm. which is beautiful. Um, yeah. He has Canadian blood in his veins. Absolutely. Um, oh, his acceptance speech was great. I loved his story about like <laughs> not knowing how to play baseball, but being just so physically talented. Yeah. And the story of like him being on first base after hitting a single or whatever, and he wants, or he in steals. The yeah. In the no, yeah, it was like his first game or like his first week in pro ball. Yeah, and it's like he still didn't know how to play baseball, and he is on first, steals second, and then but it's a pop up, so he has to run back to first, and instead, and he rounds second, and instead of you know rounding back going to first, he just runs across the pitcher's mound back to first, and then gets in there safely, and then he gets called out, and he's confused, yells at the manager, and then yells at his coach for like not like sticking up for him. And then he, he gets told, yeah, Larry, you have to, you can't run across the pitcher. <laughs> and that man is has a plaque in the Hall of Fame. That is That's a the, beautiful thing. One of the greatest 10,000, over 10,000 people have played our game and under 300, around 250 or something are in the Hall of Fame. And Larry yeah. Walker is one of them. Yeah, Larry Walker is one As of them. As he should be. He is, he is a legend. He is the second Canadian-born uh, player to ever get in after Fergie Jenkins. He's actually the first Canadian born. Oh, is he really? Because Fergie's Canadian, but he wasn't born in Canada. Oh, I didn't realize that. Stupid fucking specification. I didn't realize that. Yeah, Fergie was born in. Uh, wait, wait, so. fact check me there. I, that was, that yeah, is I, really getting into the weeds the there. Fake and news I going on in this pod. No fake news. Not a fake news pod. No. Sometimes, but not well, not right now. <laughs> speaking of get Derek. coffee in your eye. Yeah, Jesus Christ. But yeah, I mean, Jeter is a lot of talk around Jeter getting in the Hall of Fame. I mean, it was obvious. The Jeter's first... the goat. He's just, he's one of the you know he's so overvalued, but that's only because he's a Yankee. He's still a Hall of Fame worthy player, whether mm-hmm. he played for the Yankees or not. And overrated or not, he deserves to be in the Hall. Like he yeah. hits all the specification: three thousand hits. He has like sixty-eight wars or seventy-something war. Seventy-one. Yeah, seventy-five Reference. wars usually. That's the only war that matters. The war that <laughs> supports your argument is the only yeah, one that matters. Yeah, as Benjamin Franklin But baseball said. reference war is the best for position players, so it's right. all good. Um, yeah, like he's overrated. I don't want to say overrated. That sounds bad. Jeter is a great player. And like me being a Red Sox fan my whole life, he was still one of my favorites to watch mm-hmm. growing up. Yeah, I remember he's you, a wore, human you, highlight you wore number two. I wore number two. Yeah, I don't play second base. I guess base. it was four. I guess it Probably was Derek Jeter. I don't know. Yeah, no, I definitely was. When you were really young, when you first when you first started, you were playing second base, and yeah. you, you you wore number two because of Jeter. I I remember so, uh, some connection. I don't know if you were yeah, obsessed I don't know. with Jeter, but you no, know he I was he was so. he was the guy at the time. You know, dude, what he was, I mean? he's like, the biggest superstar. He was like he's the biggest superstar. It's like Mantle, Griffey, and Jeter. Those yeah, are like the but, biggest stars yeah, the game like, has ever even seen. Even then, like Jeter for our age, like guaranteed. There's no one in in baseball who surpasses his name recognition, other than A Rod. And even then, it's really just like if you know Jeter, you know A Rod. Like it's like goes hand in hand, you know. And it's like still when I run into people that don't know much about baseball or don't watch it now, but like mm. watch it as a kid, they're just like, oh man, I you know I remember watching Jeter and A Rod, you know, in those teams. Yeah. They don't mention Andy Pettit, my fa- one of my favorite players of all time. Uh, they don't mention you know like that's not who comes up. And it's not CC. even, it's not even, yeah, CC oh, I can't or Moe. CC getting the fucking oh, all. Dude, God. CC had front row seats to Derek Jeter. Sitting, Sitting next to Michael, Michael fucking Jordan. Jordan. Dude, I mean, kidding me? He's, fr- he's friends with Michael. 
He said, yeah. I, I was just listening. They play golf together. Yeah. I, 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 were we listening to that R2C2 together? No. We, I, no, I, I, I listened so. to that, but he, he was. Uh, CC Sabathia is literally like one of my favorite players of all time. And he's yeah. a Yankee. But like, <laughs> he had, his Instagram is like ultimate dad material because it's literally just him playing golf. Those are the only mm. pictures. He posts pictures of his sons and his daughter. Mm-hmm. And it's like that's his whole Instagram, and I Little fucking C. love it. Yeah, because he's just a dad, like he, he's straight but he's up also just like a hugely rich dad. Yeah, <laughs> who cares? He's a great fucking wife. Oh Read yeah, his biography. That Amber fucking Sabathia is one of the greatest women I've yeah. I've ever heard of. God bless her. I haven't read the biography yet, but I know they're they're the, the first family of baseball. You know what I mean? Like they were. Yeah, you guys should watch the, um. Under the Grapefruit Tree, it's the title of it. It's like an HBO documentary. It's basically the book, but in less you right. know, detail, I guess you could say. But um, yeah, CeCe's a legend, man. That book is great talking about like being a black baseball player, period. Mm-hmm. Being a black player, not ever wanting to play for the Yankees, but like Cashman offering him way too much money to like yeah. deny. Yeah. That is a great story talking about like how... He didn't want to play for the Yankees because of all the things he'd heard about. Because he had heard about all the tension between A Rod and Cheater, and how like hmm. playing in that clubhouse was horrible. Like allegedly, yeah. How it was like a that's bad what, place to be. It's interesting that that's what turned him off. You know, because like, yeah, he he always been, like the bullpen was gross. Uh, the clubhouse <laughs> was disgusting, which is still true allegedly. Um, hmm. yeah, CC, yeah, he's great, and he also has like lines about like like no stats matter. Uh, before they started letting us play, meeting black people like mm. Bay Ruth, Ty Cobb, great players. I think. Let me just pull up the exact quote. That's a yeah. So I think about it yeah. a lot. Oh, that's, Jay's, Jay's that, one, by the way. That is a great. That's a, um, yeah, that is is part of the yeah the ethos of like only talking about post integration, like the, why we don't consider like pre integration yeah. stats. Babe Ruth, Cy Young, Ty Cobb. I'm sure these guys were great players, but there shouldn't be. Shouldn't be any Major League Baseball record until 1947 when they let us play. Yeah. It's true. No, it's a fact. And, That's and why, like, Babe Ruth is the GOAT. Just, I throw that argument out yeah, the door. Yeah. He played against Whitey Willoughby. Like, you know. Yeah. There's no black people, no Dominican players. Like, there's no yeah. nothing. Yeah. Just no, a bunch it's, of it's true. people it's, that look like me. <laughs> and it's why we, and it's why generally, like, it's cool to look back on the history of baseball, especially the early days. You know, the the 1800s. You know, there's a lot of amazing stories. There's a lot of Hall of Famers. There was a lot of great players. You know, we but ultimately when we talk about records, we 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 should only and we general modern baseball stats people generally yeah. look at post integration because we have incomplete statistics from the Negro Leagues in general. Mm-hmm. So it's hard for us to And yeah, Babe Ruth has great numbers, but like they're not the same as uh, Willie Mays's numbers. Yeah, they're just not. They're not the same as Mickey Mantle's numbers. It's not the same league. It's, it's not just the same, different. It's just not. It's not the same level of competition. Yeah, Mantle had like great teammates as well. You know, he didn't have any Luke Eriks, but like Mantle had good teammates and he had good Yankees teams. But he had to go up against the World Series against you know teams with Willie Mays and Juan Marichal. And yeah, like, yeah, right. You know, and Babe Ruth never had to go against any black people, any people from Latin America, anything. And it's just like it's just not it's not fair. And it, how many black like how many of our the Mount Rushmore and beyond like how many of the the immortals of our How many our, people do you put in Mount Rushmore? How many people well, are Well, four Fuck. technically, you know. Maze, Mantle, Bonds, Griffey, Trout. 
soon to be Trout. Yeah, and that's Ryan Mountcastle okay. <laughs> and Bobby Dalton. We're really ex- we're Mount Rushmore. It's not, there's Obama's not on Rushmore. You know, <laughs> like we're not we're not adding new people. I wonder why he's not on there. <laughs> fucks. Oh my god, that wasn't what I meant. It also, is a five year anniversary yesterday of Jose Fernandez's death, and uh, I would just like to yeah, let's cheers to that. Well, that sounds wrong. That pour sounds one, wrong. Let's pour one out. Yeah, pour one out. Yeah. I'm not. I like this coffee, so I'm not going to pour it out. But um, yeah, just great talent that we'll just never got to see really come to fruition. What a loss, not just for the Marlins and his family and. But the baseball community. Baseball, period. It's uh, still hard to imagine how good that team was and how much we lost out on uh, because they are, you know, because of his untimely passing. Uh, yeah, that's. Uh, yeah, it's a shame. It's a shame. It's, it's a goddamn shame. Yeah, those are the saddest stories. It's like Len Bias. I don't know if you ever heard of him. No. Len Bias. Oh, it sounds familiar, like, but. It's like a Boston College basketball player and he was touted he was like i think four or five years after jordan and he was like the oh excuse me the next michael jordan like he was supposed to be the next big thing right and he died like two on draft night i think he overdosed on draft night i think it was after you went first overall in the draft too oh my and it's God. like again one of those stories where it's like you know it's yeah, he could have turned out to be a bust, but we'll never know. We'll never know if he would have been the next Michael Jordan or the next, you know, uh, what's his name? Fuck. I'm going to get it. Greg Oden. There we go. Okay. Greg Oden. God, this is a basketball pod now. You know, remember Greg Oden? Uh, sounds familiar. He was dra- He was like 2008, I think, first round Oden? Pick. Yeah, he was the shit. Total he was bust? Like, oh, yeah. He just couldn't. St- his knees were just Greg made of paper. Oden. Yeah, I feel was, like there's a lot. Look, he went, there's there's uh, so many guys. He went first overall, and who who do you think went second overall in the 2007 draft? One of the biggest stars, KD. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He went yeah. before KD. God bless. Him. Honestly, NBA drafts to diverge for a moment are so funny because you do like you just realize that some organizations just really know how to pick them, and some organizations are obsessed with finding a mysterious European man who's seven yeah. foot tall and who. Like we have like his Euroleague stats, but like he's never played and he's played pro ball, you know, maybe, but they know ne- they've never played like against this competition and they turn never out to played be against like, black people. Honestly. Yeah, probably like, and they end up being Not like be generalized, but mediocre. how can you say you're a good basketball player if you've never played if you against play Belarus, good you know, black I mean? people. like it's just, it's honestly true. Yeah, if you've been playing Belarus, <laughs> like, come on. Yeah, of course, Doncic was the, uh, Doncic is a stud. No. Period. And like, Dirk but of Nowitzki course he was is. a stud in the Euroleagues. Like, <laughs> yes. Yeah. Like, you know, and obviously like there's great European players, Doncic, Dirk Nowitzki, Peo, Peo Stojakovic. Like there has been a lot of oh, what a great Marcus all. Um, What's that rap song? Go stupid by Polo G. He has a line in that song about, about, Stoy- about yeah Stoyakovich. Go crazy, shoot like Stoyakovich. Wow, <laughs> I was just like, I remember hearing him be like, "It's kind of a deep cut to like those yeah. Spurs teams of the early 2000s. I'm sure he was sitting. In I mean, the he's booth good, but he and was, he heard something. Yeah, he was like, "What does this rhyme with?" And someone was like, "Yo, Pedro Stoyakovich." <laughs> <laughs> it's. Did you know that Drake put uh, "Keep It a Buck" like onto Takumbo? And like everyone was joking when the Bucks won their championship that he's like Drake in the studio trying to run on to Takumbo. He yeah, did it. He did. I it. mean, he didn't even. Yeah, I don't even know what he. I oh, I got I got to find. Keep it a buck. Like it was seven a.m. on Bridal Path, right? I got. I got trash. I, by the way, 
you I think did certifi- not like it at all. Certified Lover Boy was trash. There's nothing on that album that Drake hasn't done before. That's the thing. It's just like recycled shit. Yeah, I mean, I, I agree. Let's review that after. Uh, don't move like a puto, which is like a Spanish term for like... Bitch? Oh, I mean, it's kind of homophobic, actually. Oh. But it means like a coward, I guess. But I, I don't use that word, kids. Could, don't move like a puto. Could at least keep it a buck like Anta Tacumbo. I made north of the border like Vito Rizzuto. <laughs> Montreal's <laughs> Teflon Don, an eff- infamous crime boss... Who is alleged to be the leader of the Sicilian We've mafia had a crime boss? in Canada? Yeah, we have a crime boss in like Don Corleone over here. With, with the hoe ratio, I'm like David Caruso. <laughs> <laughs> I who's David? Wait, who's David Caruso? That's the guy from CSI Miami. <laughs> Jake, Drake. Uh... I do like some of the lines on this song. I actually genuinely do. Keep it a buck like onto the Kumba. That's just bad writing. <laughs> it's bad writing. Oh, yeah. That's too easy. Yeah, it's really, it's sitting right I'm there. I'm sure someone on Twitter wrote that that it's, night. Oh, it's, when sit, he won. it's sitting right there. Absolutely. I think there is some good lines. Drake li- is a fraud. <laughs> there is some good lines on this one. I'm trying to remember where they are. It's hard to find them, but I'm not going to read them because, you, know, well, you know, what the fuck? I'm, yeah, what is this? What am I supposed Drake to do? Drake pod? This is not a Drake pod. This isn't really an anti-Drake pod, baseball. but I also know that like Drake. Yeah, yeah. We really. How did we get here? I don't know. I don't think Certified Lover Boy is that good. It was pretty boring. Like it's, it's like every Drake hasn't put out anything. Every new in other years. Drake album is just like it. The sense of views. Every fucking this is totally diverging. I don't care. Every Drake album sense views is so goddamn redundant. I mean, views was like dance hall, and then like. Get it or uh, uh, whatever that. What was that other one? Um, oh yeah, more life. With, more life was like kind of. More life had some good songs. It had some good songs, and so did Views. Let's not like I think there is some good songs on Views overall, and I think More Life has some good songs. But it was very like a dance hall kind of you know direction. Oh, yeah. He was doing the he's doing the ting. You know, he was he had a patois the whole time. It was like where did this come from? You've never done this in your That's career. That's the thing with Drake that I hate. That's why I call him a fraud. It's because yeah. like he just creates personalities Absolutely. for himself. Absolutely. It's kind of like that friend you had in high school who like adopted the personality of the people they dated. Mm-hmm. It's like my girlfriend likes uh Punk baseball, music. so now I like baseball. Yeah. You know, now I'm a huge baseball fan. It's yeah. just like, oh, Jesus Christ. I'd like that, actually, you know. I wish. <laughs> I wish any girl I dated liked baseball. Yeah, that would be great. Well, I guess the one I have now. <laughs> I'm digging myself a hole. Yeah. Boy. She's not here. Anyways, cut. She's not listening to this. Um, she might be. <laughs> but I feel like just every Drake album is just, like, so redundant at this point. Like, what am I... When he talks about, like... I've been losing friends and finding peace. My man, you are like 40 years You're old. You're the most popular person in the world. You are the most popular person in the world. <laughs> you You're have so many 40 friends. 40 years old. Like, what do you have? Like, how are you still like making enemies out of people? I saw you one. I, mean? I saw a funny tweet where it was like, no one in the business fuck with me. It's like, you got future. You got young thug. Yeah, you got all these got like, whole high no profile friends. artists. He's got a f- no friends in the industry. Yeah. Na- it's like, what do you mean, dude? They're, you are you the, have the most popular guy. rappers in the world on these songs. <laughs> you are the biggest guy on here. This is not a solo tape. <laughs> you literally have beats on here on this album from Murda Metro 40. Take Keith. Like anyone you want. Like makes beats for you. You yeah, could literally push a T. You, you had Michael Jackson on a song, my dude. 
you're calling pe- you're calling people up from the dead. Oh yeah, true. I mean it was that like oh, it was horrible song, horrible song. It is a horrible song, but that's an expensive sample to get. Oh, that must There's have no cost way him fucking... a brick, dude. That must have cost a million dollars at least. Yeah, it's not just a sample. It's, it's like, like you the have to push the T album cover, like the Daytona album cover, costs like Kanye spent like 120 grand on it. Yeah, which is insane. So it's like that Whitney Houston. Bathroom? Yeah, it's, it's the bathroom shot that like no one. They didn't want anyone to see. That's so crazy. It's like we all knew she was a fucking drug addict. Anyways, yeah. God bless Whitney Houston. Rest in peace. Who cares? Bobby, uh, Bobby, what's his name? Dahlbeck. No. <laughs> oh, Bobby Brown. Bobby Brown. Fuck that, dude. Is he dead? I don't know. I hope. Anyways, he's a piece of shit. Let's talk about baseball. Let's again. talk about Bobby Dahlbeck. No, I'm I, don't I thought talk about Bobby D. In, let's talk about Bobby Witt Jr. We're going to talk about some prospects and just see how they're doing just do a little check-in you know hey, foolish but, baseball pop off <laughs> i wanted to just take a look at the big names you know we talked about prospects early on and uh you know some ones that are important worth looking at well, you and know what we should do there's been a whole season only to pause for a second yep. next week we should um or no not maybe yeah, next week let's do uh because you know how we did the we did Someone we think is going to bounce back. True. We did that thing. Let's go back and research that, what we did, and then we'll look back. That's a good idea. That's a good idea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it was like it was like a prospect we think is going to pop off, and a pitcher we think is going to bounce back, a hitter. Th- I don't know what it was. So I just, I wanted to yeah that's a good that's a good call we should we should touch back on some of the stuff because yeah that that was um I definitely we looked remember making some picks. Um, and I don't remember any of them. I remember one being Pablo Lopez. I remember one being Tyler Glass now. And unfortunately, yeah. I was correct because he got Tommy John. But he was really good up till then. And I was completely wrong about his actual performance. Um, that was somebody I thought would like not necessarily have such a good year. But he had a really good year. He just got Tommy John. Um, yeah, I wonder. But I, I don't remember the other ones at all. Um, we did talk about prospects early on. I don't really know who we talked about. Um, I know, you know, we're, I'm just going to touch on some of the bigger names um, and just see how they're doing. Um, Bobby Witt Jr., one of the number one prospects in baseball, Kansas City Royals, did, you know, try out tr- spring, tr- spring training this year, didn't make the team. You know, he's very young. Um, he is 21 years old. As uh, of is now. he in AAA? So he's in AAA. He's played about, yeah, next year. He, he played about 120 games. He went from, obviously, there wasn't a minor league season last year. So he, he was in rookie ball in um, in 2019 just for 37 games um, with, uh, you know, you know I mean, it's 37 games. But between AA and AAA this year, he has about, um, about 120 uh, games, about over 500 plate appearances. So we can start looking at the numbers with a bit of, you know, not just small sample size. He's hitting about 300. Um, between double A, he actually is hitting better in triple A, um, than he is in than he was in double A. He's hitting a 300, 367 OBP, slugging 690. Wow. Uh, his Woba is 415. Um, in triple A, it's 404, and it was 404 in double A. But he's a what's the average? 145, 156. He's like about a 150 WRC plus between between the two. Over 120 games, almost it's like 58 in AAA. How many home runs does he have? Um, he has uh, 33. Wow, 
33 in like 500 play appearances. What's his way to run security plus? You said sorry. Uh, it's like about uh, it's like about 150. Yeah, he's not even the best prospect on the fucking system. Do you have seen MJ Melendez? Oh, the other guy, the catching no. prospect. Dude's a stud. He has a 160 way to run security plus. Jeez. Across, I guess. He had 157 in AA and 160 in AAA right now, so about oh, wow. 158. And he has 39 home runs across the two. Wow. And he's walking at eight, 18% of the time, or 16% of the time, basically. Dude's insane. He's a catcher. Yeah, that's crazy. That's a, Wow. Yeah, he's going to be like top 10 prospect at the end of the year, yeah, probably. Yeah, for sure. Dude, him and, oh, so many good prospects, man. I mean, so many good prospects, not even like prospects, but guys in AAA, like ready to go, basically, too. Like, yeah, so many. Like, like I just think like Red Sox guys, there's Duran and Jeter Downs. I guess Duran's not even a prospect, technically, but like oh, well, Jeter yeah, Downs, like Yankees got, I mean, Dominguez is far away, but yeah. like, Debbie. hopefully, Debbie Garcia can learn how to pitch again. Jesus Christ. God bless him. Debbie Florial. Oh, he did come up. Florial, yeah, I don't think he's a prospect anymore. So the red, it all changed. I think you have to, if you're off the, if you're in the majors for a certain amount of time, you graduate, right. obviously. Because like Wander, it's like Wander's not a prospect. Right. Um, Adley's the number one prospect. Adley's going to be a stud. I hope he's up next year, too. Yeah. Him and, uh, what's his name? Fuck. Keston Hirstad? No, pitcher. Grayson Rodriguez. Oh, yeah. Hopefully those guys yeah. get to play. Man, next year could be fun for the Warriors. It could be another one of those fun, bad seasons. Like Adley yep. at catcher, Mountcastle at first. You got Mullins in center. You can call it Jemai Jones, Jorge Mateo. Oh, Grayson Rodriguez, man in the, the rotation. Yeah, it could be a good year. So, uh, oh, yeah, Heston, he's a catcher too, isn't he? I think he, I think so. Heston, is it, it Heston? Heston Kierstad, yeah. yeah. KJ. Very, he's the opposite name. Heston Hira. Uh, I, yeah. yeah. Um, is the opposite. Oh, Keston Hero. Yeah, hopefully he... I haven't looked at his numbers in a while. Let me take a look. Let me see how he's doing after I... Uh, Keston. Yeah, he was a guy we really had a lot of hope for uh, in the early days of this year. He's been... Keston? Um, like, is he in the major leagues? No, he's in AAA. His AAA numbers... Keston's been in AAA for a while. He's he's had 50 games in AAA, 200 plate appearances, uh... Eight home runs. He's hitting 260 with like a 473 slug. That's his way to runs created. 131. Whoa. That's really good. Yeah. So he's incredible. He's getting shit done. It compared to a 53 at the major league level this year. Yeah. Like, oh man, there was that one stretch in the, in June, July, where Keston had like three home runs and like he had a great week in for the major league team and then it all just went downhill. Keston's got so much promise, man. Like, there's the thing is he just he doesn't he's not a good second baseman, and they are they have like you know Vogelback and Rowdy Telez now Manning first, so it's like there's just nowhere to put him. Yeah. And rumor has it, rumor mill, Yelich might be moving to first base, hmm. apparently next year. It's not like the Brewers haven't come out and said anything. It's just like right. rumors and stuff that Yelich might get moved. Which, you know, then it's like you're leaving other guys out of a job. So who knows? Right. Who gives a shit? The Brewers are winning. Yeah, Brewer crew. Red Sox, as soon as they get eliminated, which I'm assuming is either in the wild card game or by the fucking Rays, um, 
Brewers are the team to go. Brewers are doing it. Yeah. I believe in the Brewers. Yeah, me too. It'll be Brewers who they'll play the The Braves. Braves, yeah. yeah. Oh shit. That's gonna be a good series. And the Giants Dodgers. Oh my god. I think that's a pretty good series. Yeah, so it's probably gonna be Rays. Yankees slash Red Sox. I mean, that's up to debate. And then White Sox, Astros, Braves, Brewers, Dodgers, Giants. Dodgers, Giants, ALDS. That might be the most insane fucking series the world has ever seen. Oh, my God. To open the playoffs. It's not even like the NLCS. It's just the DS. (laughs) Ay, ay, ay. So. Anyway, sorry to get distracted no, no, no. I just, I just want to know. It's all good. good I Keston. just want to fish in. Keston's making some moves. I hope he just figures Heston, it out. Heston, yeah, how's Heston? He's never played a game of professional baseball. No. No, he's, he uh, Illness. Let me let me check. Mystery illness. Um, I don't know. I, let me, I'm trying to figure this out because it just, there's no stats. And it just says he's close to, Kirstad illness is close to resuming baseball activities as of 8 20, 21. So that's like a month ago. So I don't know. But he, I mean, he was only picked last year. Right? Yeah, so, true. so it, it's anyway, that, that's another guy you like, I think. Spencer Torkelson. You don't know who Spencer Torkelson is? I know who he is. Yeah. Oh, he I went first it, in the draft last year, but oh, okay. I don't know much I, about I, him. I thought he would. I thought he was one of the guy you really liked. He's, I like other. Uh, I do like other Tigers prospects, though. That's true. You you are you you are hot on the Tigers. I'm a pitcher guy. I've noticed it in this year. I'm a big pitcher guy. I like Marlins pitching staff. You like I like to Tigers see Tigers pitching yeah, staff. One thing I I I find one thing I'm looking for. You know, not that I'm an expert scouter or anything, and obviously you can't really fully scout people by their stat line, Mm-mm. but you know, one thing I look at is like the. A lot of people say moved from double A AA to triple A is is pretty tough and can be. Uh, oh so, yeah. So you look for like a steep decrease. If you don't see a steep decrease right away, obviously, you know I'm looking at like 200 about 200 plate appearances in double A to 150 exactly in in uh, in triple A. So similar numbers. Mm-hmm. He's a 148 weighted runs created in double A, 118 in triple A. Still well above average. It is a bit. It is a pretty big decrease. You know, that's 148, 118. That's the difference between like, you know, I don't know. That's like the difference between like a really effective hitter and somebody who's like getting it done, you know, and definitely. That's the difference average. between Bobby Dahlbeck and Bryce Harper. Raphael Devers, maybe, honestly, which is a huge gap. That's if true. you think about it. That's true. Honestly, that could be almost exactly. But yeah. I'm interested. Yeah, Torque has. Uh, this is so much talent. Oh, my God. Yeah. Baseball is so awesome. I hope they invest in minor leagues. The last guy I want to talk about, close to our heart, I just want to check in on our boy Hunter Green, see how he's doing. Yeah, he just reached his in- innings limit like a week ago. Oh, interesting. Yeah, so he's of, shut down. Right. So he... But, let me just say one thing. That's mm, great that he's reached his innings limit because yep. I mean, he didn't get hurt a yep. lot. You yeah, know? they're using him. Yeah. Um, so he, uh, 21 years old, moved from double A to triple A this year. Yeah. Again, 21 years old. He's, he's a 21 year old. Who's already had Tommy John. He was in triple A. He was 17 playing in rookie ball. Oh yeah. Like he got drafted as yeah, out of high school. So, um, he played in, uh, 21 games between double A and triple A, uh, about just over like 105 innings total. Yeah. Um, K's per nine, 13, um, 
in double A, 10, 11 in... Uh, K percentage. Go, what's that? That's a good question. His... His per nine is stupid. Yeah. It's pretty stupid. I don't... Uh, like, I get it. It's better for, like... It's. I would say it's more valuable, I guess, to relievers, but even then, it's not. Just who... How many... What's the percentage? You so, know? we see it definitely 37% in double A, 28.6% in triple A. But still... Wait, what was it in double A? 37. Yeah. Well, I think his big problem is one still doesn't have good secondary stuff. His slider's way better. Yeah, but he doesn't have a good changeup. He's kind of like Tanner Houck, but throws way harder. Yeah, throws one hundred and five, like like nothing. Yeah, but he, um, I think this whole off season and then next year is huge. Like this is going to be the time because I think he gets called up at some point next year, but. His problem is he's not he's missing bats, but he also just gives up way too many home runs. Mm-hmm. Um, like the one outing he had, his first outing in AAA, I think he struck out like eight to ten, eight or ten people, but gave up five solo home runs. And it's like, which isn't horrible. Solo home runs aren't the worst. You know, you can work around those, but like, yeah, you know. five of them. <laughs> yeah, five of them, which isn't bad if you can score six runs. Zero. His home runs per nine, zero point four. That's not uh, as bad. Okay, maybe I'm wrong. In double A. In double A. One point five. Yeah. Yeah. I was getting, so that it, that's that's one of those increases you're looking for. It's like tripling a stat, especially something as important as how many homers you're giving up, yeah. is concerning. Um, you know, but ultimately he's. But he, how many he, innings did he throw in triple A? Sorry to interrupt you. Uh, about the same as. Uh, I mean, a little. No. Yeah. Uh, wait. Did he threw he threw more? How many? Uh, sixty-five as opposed to forty-one and double A. Sixty-five innings, yeah. yeah so it is a bigger sample size. Give him hundred innings, yeah. That's yeah. What you see, you know? It's nothing like to be concerned about long term. It's just something we're looking at, like how is this development? Is this someone that's going to come up next year, opening day? Is this someone that comes up later in the year? I'd say um, July to September. Yeah, I think. Yeah, off season he'll go to drive line, hang out with Kyle Body, mm-hmm. um, and he's just got to develop that slider because if he can develop the slider and the changeup. Which he was also trying to learn a slurve too, and if he can learn a cutter, it's game over. Yeah, he's the best pitcher in the league, you, you know. But you know, it's all development. Because I don't know what they want to do with him. Do they want him out of the pen? I hope not, because that guy should throw at least four or five innings. That's a huge ass. Oh my god, I'm so excited. Hunter Green's great. That's probably like, I think if you asked me at the start of the year, like guy, like if three guys who I wanted to have good years, it would be Keston. Who didn't, which is unfortunate, mm-hmm. Mountcastle and Hunter Green. So mm-hmm. it's like nice to see that at least two of the three yeah. have had incredible years. Yeah, one for sure. Double and triple A. Like, yeah. yeah. Like Hunter literally, he wasn't even in double A no. barely before this year. No, he was not. He, he was coming an off a. Tommy John. Yeah, he's, he didn't play for two years straight. He was yeah, out almost all, he was out all of 2019, and uh, there was no season 2020. Dude's the best, man. Yep. He's a great dude. And if you want him to wish you a happy birthday, it's like a hundred bucks on cameo. <laughs> Can we Which if I was young, I would have done. Yeah, that's I think true. I've mentioned that before, but anyways. Anyway, I think that's all. Uh yeah, an hour straight. Yeah, we just uh powered through and just, you know, the conversation keeps flowing. We hope you're enjoying it. Uh we hope yeah, you guys get prepped uh, to watch uh A Rod on Sunday night. Baseball. Oh man, can't wait. We're not watching the Red Sox and the Yankees. We're watching A Rod and Matty V. Me, me prepping to watch A Rod <laughs> God, that's gonna be so that's bad. A, that's that's for the video, folks. Uh, but uh, anyway, guys, we will see you 
uh, on the other side. Hope you have a good week and uh, take care of yourselves and uh, go whatever team you're cheering for. Okay? Yeah, just, just uh, strictly, what do you call it? Impartial. Just yeah, go whatever team you I'm, like. I'm a completely impartial. impartial. Yeah, I got my twin shirt on. I, I don't give a, I like. Unbiased rock. journalists here. Unbiased journalists. No such thing. <laughs> okay, guys. We'll see you on the other side. Love you. Bye. Bye. Bye.